And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Blockbuster Brunch, recording live on location from scenic southern Massachusetts in the casa of... Me, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. It's my home. Yeah, so sitting to my left is... Kevin. Sitting to my right is... <laughs> Brian. And sitting Kevin. across the table from oh. me is... <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. Lisa Pass. Kevin. 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 And, uh, Kevin's You're back. Jesse. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm, I'm so Jesse. excited Kevin's here. Hey, I don't sorry. think we ever introduce you. I don't remember. No. No. I go, I'm Jesse. No, oh, okay. It's fine. It's covered. I'm a little discombobulated. Everyone's sitting in a different place. We're at a different yeah. table. We're in a totally different location. Road uh, trip. We're where my children live. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly They're not here, though. You invited so. us to your home. Yeah. Let's yeah. paint the picture. Kevin's wearing a shirt called Swamp Monster. Uh, this is a wrestler, <laughs> believe it or not. He's pretty awesome. It. That makes sense. One night when I was pretty drunk, I thought I saw him wrestle. Okay. And I did, but I forgot all about it <laughs> for a very long time. And then one day it just popped in my brain. I was like, I saw a swamp monster wrestle. To describe swamp monster, it's a swamp monster, as you might expect it, with some hearts above it. That's pretty sweet. He's a loving sweet. swamp monster. <laughs> he hangs out with Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. Is this like local? I don't know. Who no, these guys are like from like the South. Oh, okay. But okay. is this something that tours through here? Yeah, like, yeah is, wrestling is, has a big indie circle. and it's Just that, like music. Well, my, my cousin used to do it. Yeah, my cousin was like a local wrestler thing, and he was actually pretty big in the area. There you go. So. I think one of the last. Uh, Is that what he calls his dick? <laughs> big in the area. I, We're starting off real dick strong. God in heaven. Very serious topic. I yeah. think. Uh, I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think the last uh, show I saw was like a after party for like a wrestling. That's match. pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like wrestling themed. It was like well, see, thing. this movie that we picked. At first, you picked two movies that were you're being impish. You picked, uh, <laughs> That's one fair. word for it. You picked a Bill Cosby <laughs> movie and a Hulk Hogan movie because Hulk Hogan's a racist and Bill Cosby is a rapist. <laughs> but I got so excited that we might talk wrestling, like <laughs> that I had to wear the shirt. Yeah. Oh, oh, the shirt. <laughs> well, because of oh, because of Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah, not yeah, yeah. Of Bill and Cosby. the Undertaker's in it. I think. So oh, I well, love the Undertaker. Yeah. He was always my go. favorite. Yeah. In a way, and it's are, Halloween. We are talking about wrestling. We're going to be wrestling with the topic of war. Yay! <laughs> Segway. Nice transition. That was that was great. Hey, no. we're trying to make it light in the top. I you really know? feel like you nailed it. <laughs> that'll be the end of the lightness for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yes. The movie that I chose to <laughs> in inverted subject. Black and that is Sorry. a good word. That Jesse. I chose to subject everybody to is uh, a movie from 1985 called Come and See. It is a Russian war film about the uh, Russian destruction of, uh, excuse me, the German uh, destruction of Belarusian villages uh, throughout uh, what is now Belarus and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. was at the time Belarusia, um, if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, you're saying weird things. It's great. I think yeah. it's just Belarus and Belarusia. Yeah, Belarus. Belarus. You sound like you're saying Bailamos, uh, which is a great song. Yeah. Let the rhythm take you <laughs> over. I'm sorry. Anyway, keeping it light. So let's get back to. <laughs> so we hard. decided to. Uh, we, uh, it's oddly enough, we haven't done a warm movie uh, podcast. True. Not that that matters. I don't know whether that's something that anybody seeks out. Uh, I tasked everybody with uh, picking some war movies and maybe trying to stay away from... If you, if you could think of ones that maybe weren't like super, super obvious. Because there really isn't... There, I mean, there are a lot of war movies, movies to pull from, but there's a lot that I mean, people naturally... There are the repetitious ones. Yeah. yeah. Or the ones that are like, yeah, everybody knows. I mean, we're all of the same age where Saving Private Ryan was like a thing, so yeah. hopefully I'm not mm-hmm. stealing anybody's pick there, but... But if you did, you didn't follow the instructions. No. Yeah, I have to exactly. say, I did I did have well, to cheat on one, because I've not war movies are not my thing, so... Well, we can start... I mean, even if we're just naming a couple, well, why don't you start? I mean, what did you, what did you pick? I mean, have you seen any war movies that have stuck with you? Yes. Or are you just naming ones that you've seen? Um, well, uh, no, 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 no. Because I've seen a few of them, but I mean, like I've seen, like the first one that I come, always go to is Apocalypse Now. Sure. Because it's like the war movie that I really do enjoy. Right. And I teach it, I show it every year to my seniors and it's just, I think it's brilliant because I love Heart of Darkness. So it's nice to kind of go with the movie that was the adaptation of it and they get Conrad that much more because mm-hmm. of seeing Apocalypse Now. Sure. Um, I never thought I would see a movie that would make Apoc- Apocalypse Now seem light. Uh, <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Very well said. <laughs> Such a true statement. Um, Go on, sorry. Definitely got to the psychological edge of it, though. So yeah. we'll say there's yeah. that connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my second choice was Gettysburg. 
Ooh, which I didn't think of any Civil was one War of movie. my. Oh, I did. Well, the reason I went to, I mean, I saw it in high school, and even then, like the score grabbed me. It's one of my favorite scores of all time, Randy Edelman. I think it's Randy Edelman. I feel like an idiot if that's wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um, I just think the music to it is beautiful. Okay. Um, and then I went to Dr. Strangelove just because I started thinking about, well, what's outside the realm? Counts. Yeah, of it's a war room. It's, not, it's definitely atypical. Yeah, I'm th- my favorite T-shirt. In fact, I went to the movies the other night, and I w- was wearing my, you know, gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room T-shirt. And there was a movie being shown, and the little marquee said war room. Nice. So I have a picture of me wearing my war room T-shirt <laughs> with a marquee over my shoulder, war room. And <laughs> next, I'm like, next to that Jesus movie, war room. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Man. That's even funny. Yeah, it's a religious intended. movie. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I didn't even know what it was, yeah. but I'm like, this is funny. That's yeah. so interesting. Those religious movies that like make more money than anything and, and you never hear of it unless yeah. you're like, going to church or something. Yeah. This know, is the first time so I'm weird. hearing of that movie. I, I hear it in lists on like podcasts and stuff, but yeah, yeah. it's a religious movie. Huh. There it is then. Yeah. I'm not going to knock on that, whatever. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, like my experience with war movies is like what I was shown in social studies class in high school. You know, yeah. like, I remember enjoying Patton, but I can't really tell you anything except the big speech in front of the American flag. And that's a big blind spot for me. I've never seen Patton. Yeah. I've never seen Patton. I've never, I've seen, never seen Apocalypse Now. Oh, you that's where I'd start. A, I don't like war movies. Yeah. It's not that I don't like them. I just don't watch them. Yeah. How about that? My blind spot is I've never seen Platoon. That's like the big one. I've never seen Platoon. That's a good one. I've Full, never seen... Full Metal Jacket? I've seen, seen the half first of half Full of Metal it. Jacket. Uh, Everybody tells you to stop after. Uh, I like the know. second half. Of I didn't enjoy any of it, so I was just like, <gasps> I'm I done. forgot one. Never mind. Go ahead. No, go See ahead. If you, you guys can, mention it. We can uh, roll in if you want. What's Good Morning it? Vietnam. Oh, I've never seen that I either. About that guy. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was my first Robin Williams movie. Really? How's that for weird? Yep. Wow. That is really weird, yeah. It was that and then Dead Poets. Now I'm trying to think of my first Robin Williams movie. <laughs> That's like just, a thing. And you just made me think of Stripes. Shit. See? Oh, I, oh wow. I've what never seen Stripes a, either. Is that a war movie or an army yes. movie? Yes. That's a war I movie. I think you're yeah. la- like, I don't know. I think things are loose. Like a lot of my picks are technically war movies, but Go they're for it. not really. I think it's Brian's turn. Oh, it's Brian's turn. Uh, <laughs> so like, uh, I'll start with the dumbest ones. Uh, like Lord of War, the Nick Cage movie where he's an arms yeah, dealer. Yeah, yeah, oh, I yeah. forgot uh, about that. What war is that? I wrote down what war is it. That's the second Liberian war. <laughs> uh, Proof of Life uh, that has David Morse, who was in Treme. Uh, I that's a Chechen love war. David Morse. Uh, what I watched most recently, Duck You Sucker, which is a Sierra Leone thing. It was set during the Mexican Revolution. Um, oh, shit. And what I would... Okay. We got Ron, a Glass Kurosawa epic. Uh, that was like Sengoku War. It's sort of a play on King Lear as well. Uh, and I'm surprised you said you don't like any war movies because... Uh, That's on my list. It's on my list. Thin uh, Red Line? Yeah, okay, of course. Well, yeah, back to That's Kevin just now. a beautiful movie in general. That so, like, I've never seen. Oh, and, and the last God. thing, keeping it light at the top, Hot Shots. Yeah, Hot Shots ah! are pretty awesome. Yes. I mean, you just made me think of... Um, Pan's Labyrinth and uh, yeah. Devil's Backbone. That was the Backbone. one that I just started seeing. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, wow, you I, guys are really knocking it out of the park. I would have thought of none yeah, of these. Jacob's yeah. Ladder. Jacob's Ladder is awesome. Uh, you guys I don't think Jacob's of that. And you're right, it is. And I was just going to say, I don't think of it as a war movie, yeah. but it is. You're right. Uh, Valkyrie with Tom Cruise. I never saw it. Tom huh? Cruise can make no bad movie. Fuck everybody. <laughs> That's all there is Oh, to I've it. got one for you. Vanilla Sky. <laughs> I'll watch oh, it. Yes. I'll watch it all day. I will back day. you up on that. Cameron Crowe. Yeah, but Tom Cruise is a beautiful man. Sorry. It's all about the eye candy for Kevin. Uh, No, Valkyrie is great, though. If you you get a chance to see Valkyrie, it's good. Okay. And uh, Casualties of War with uh, Sean Penn and Michael J. Fox, which I thought I was getting into like a Biloxi Blues kind of thing with like, uh, what's his face there? The, you know, Biloxi Blues. Broderick, isn't it? Yeah, with Broderick, where it's a little lighter fare. Oh, no. Like there's straight up a girl getting raped through the woods forever in that movie. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And like. Michael J. Fox and Sean Penn are like fighting because Sean Penn's like, don't fucking tell anybody, dumb dumb, and he, you know whatever. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it's a morality more story. It's, a, it's speaking really of, crazy. Speaking of Sean Penn, uh, never mind. Remind me when we get to the movie we're actually talking about okay. from in, in, at length today. More. And then I wrote the other like Glory, Thin Red Line, uh, Schindler's List. Say, I mean, I have a list of ten movies that I've seen that are war movies, but then mm-hmm. we jog some. Never uh, seen Schindler's List. Schindler's List. It's one of those movies that when I that walked out... That surprises me. I own two different versions of it. It's my film nerd dirty secret. I've never seen Inglorious Bastards and I own it. That's a great yeah. movie, though. I, I oh, hate yeah, World cool. War II. I hate people talking about constant. World War II. World War II I hate hearing over. Americans you World just, War II. You just wish that entire generation would die out just entirely. Just get so out. No, no, no. But Stop. I just think light. talking keeping about World War II sucks, man. But oh anyhow, God. we're going to talk about some stuff. Oh my god! This is all really, really good. I'll yeah. just quickly name uh, my picks. Um, the I picked uh, 
one Iraq war movie, uh, Three Kings. Oh, The Rock? Which, the Rock was in it? Which I actually really, really liked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, say, I know, I know. I'm, just, I'm trying to keep it like Iraq. The so, Iraq series. Funny. I really like Three Kings, and Cars. that was... Uh, oh, G.I. Joe, that's right. Yeah. No. We Toy Three Story? Kings be stealing no. the gold. <laughs> that's never the seen line Three I remember. Three it's fun. Three Kings is a lot of fun. I like Cube, and I've never even seen One King. What else? <laughs> uh, Keep going, man. It's Sorry. Falling apart quickly. Doing my own slow clap. <laughs> okay. Uh, Three Kings. Um, a 1960s movie called The Train, which actually seems to be, I think it was a uh, John Frankenheimer. I could be wrong. Is that real name? It sounds like something that is uh, very close to um, The Monuments Men. Like okay. th- that movie about it's basically uh, the the premise behind it is Stealing like this guy valuable. is tasked with stopping this train that is carrying art that has been stolen by the Nazis. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me? I have to confess the only reason why I haven't watched Monuments Men is because I hate any movie that has like a plural word at the beginning. I've heard Monuments Men is okay. It's just I don't want to. I don't, don't want to say it. Like it I heard came it out of okay. my mouth and it hurt me. You know, like ah, lots of good good actors. That's about it. I Didn't wanted it, it to be good, but yeah. I I think it from what I heard, I think it just was kind of the expectations like, were high and everybody was yeah, like, yeah, and it <laughs> didn't go. It didn't meet with the yeah. expectations, Sorry. but I didn't see it, so I don't know. The only other movie I picked was a uh, documentary called Little Dieter Needs to Fly, which is a Werner Herzog <laughs> movie, and oh, that oh. is actually really interesting. It's about this German guy who uh, came to the States, ended up being in the U.S., I don't know whether it was the Navy or the Air Force, was shot down over Vietnam, and then he ended up uh, being rescued later on, but he was, like, captured by, you know, captured by the enemy and, like, was a prisoner for however, like, months and months and months, and he basically, like, reenacts it, and he's just, like... And it, but and and eventually, I guess the movie was remade into like a more fictionalized account called Rescue Dawn. And um, but Little Dieter Needs to Fly was really interesting, and it's really not a war movie in that there's like war shots. It's like a bunch of talking heads, and like the guy telling you about his life, and then like walking around with like you know Vietnamese or Laotian people in the in the jungles of Laos, and like. <laughs> And, like, yeah, this is how they tied me up. And, like, he'd have, like, people, like, you know, restrain him in such a mm-hmm. way. It was really interesting and weird. But he you, just being, re- you just reminded me. Go, oh, sorry. And he's being really cheery throughout the whole thing. Like, huh. remarkably. Like, he strikes me as a remarkably well And you just reminded me guy. of something also. You, you just remind first. You first reminded me of, uh, uh, I need to try to watch Werner Herzog eats a shoe, eats a shoe <laughs> which is when he, he literally eats his shoe because he lost a bet. Uh, he said that if Errol Morris ever finished Gates of Heaven, he would eat a shoe. And he did. And then put out a short film about eating a shoe. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim Foley uh, posted it, like he he watched it on Letterbox. He rated it. That's what. I mean. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, when the wind blows is a British animated film about this elderly couple that are getting ready for the end of the world, like for an apocalyptic okay. explosion, like you know World War II nuclear bomb. Pretty sad. They're reading like the how-to British book through the whole thing, and it's just them in their house, and they just like put like couch cushions up to get ready and stuff for like the nuclear bomb. And they're clearly going to die throughout the whole movie. It's so dark. It's a wicked dark movie and it's all animated. It's so dark. That reminds me, there's another animated movie. The Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, yeah. That (laughs) movie ruins me. Yeah. I feel like crying all the time. There's a list of sad, like uh, cartoon movies, like animated movies. There's like one with dogs that that, like escape this thing and they get all get killed and shit. There's a lot of them. I've tried to watch them all and it gets pretty sad. Does, does anybody have a lead in how to watch Grave of the Fireflies? I've, I've, that's that got on my list because, uh, the, uh, it was, it was in film spotting. It was the only animated movie in film spotting's Pantheon. And I was looking it up. I couldn't find it. Anybody know how to watch that? I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. I saw it in college uh, for a course, and I remember, like, yeah, crying in front of a bunch of people. Like, I've. It was really sad. We don't need to do this on here. Yeah, that's fine. Anyhow. You could buy it somewhere. I know that. But that's a war movie. That's about. Money for things. Grave of the Fireflies is actually about uh, a little boy taking care of his younger sister. after the uh, fire bombings during World War II in Japan, yeah, Ooh. and it doesn't end well, and it's and it you know because it's like these two animated little kids, oh, it's just crushing. Same thing. And yeah. speaking of crushing, that's an excellent segue into <laughs> our movie. So yeah, let's talk for a little bit. If about people do not cry watching it. some of these movies, they are <laughs> fucking heartless. Like, well. I, I didn't cry. I watching. mean, cry inside. Yeah, I was say, yeah okay. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I felt uncomfortable yeah. watching it. I was uh, deeply upset. But I, I part of the reason I picked this was because, you know, you had said, 
you know, both of you, both Lisa and Kevin have been like, eh, war movies really aren't my thing. And a lot of that is because of just where we are and who we are and where we were born. All we're going to see is the, is the, uh, you know, the American perspective mm-hmm. or for the most part. Which is great so flag this, waving, all that stuff, but you can only watch so much. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not going to make everybody run out and watch Michael Bay's Pearl Harbor. Like, come <laughs> on. Like, let's... So... This, that might that might have been more punishing. I this. got in. I found out about this movie because <laughs> because um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would have been. That was a chuckle fest. I did. I I actually saw that in the theater, and the only thing I remember was Alec Baldwin being like, "We're gonna fly over Pearl Harbor." And we're going to bomb it. I don't it remember like, Alec Baldwin being in it. It's kind of I don't know, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I actually never saw it. What am I talking it's about? It's kind of amazing that he's considered by a lot of people a, a great actor. And I'm not saying that he's not, but he's been in some shit. Oh yeah. yeah. So has a lot of good actors. Oh, Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Alec Baldwin. There Fuck. There we go. Okay. Nice. Anyway, so I picked this because it would be good to get. We're gonna do that for the rest of this thing. Oh, this war oh, movie. This war movie. <laughs> I've repressed all these war movies, yeah. and they're all coming <laughs> flooding back. Hey guys, uh, human beings are weird. It's strange that we go to war with each other. We all just live on this planet, and we're trying to eat food and continue living. I feel yeah. like we will take any chance to go tangentially away from this movie. It's right sad, now. Are sad you noticing movie. This? Is is yeah. society? bad. If it leads <laughs> to this, the bigger the world gets, the worse we get as yeah. people. War movies. Je- Jesse, you keep on using pronouns. Announce the fucking movie, for Christ's sake. <laughs> it's called Come and See. We're trying to talk about this. why we got to it. I, I know, I'm sorry. I got to this because... Um, well, because you were being impish, I and you were like... like yeah. No, no, but At I, first I, found you're being out, I found out about this movie, though, initially. Oh, okay. Uh, because uh, it was an interview with the guy who directed uh, N- uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, who did uh, Drive and who did mm-hmm. um, what was that other movie? Devil that Demon something something. Yeah, um, the the Backpatch with Metallica. When the devil does something, when the demon comes out and plays, <laughs> I don't know. Go. The Only God Forgives. <laughs> oh, that was go. the other one. So he's done this Plus. kind of like extreme, and he's like, oh yeah, that was. He had listed it like these movies that he had seen, and he listed Come and See as being like one of the most extreme movies that he'd ever seen. And it was a World War II movie. It started hitting lists because it got reissued. Yeah. So it started hitting like a lot of best of lists as soon as it got reissued. It shows up on like movies to watch before you die because it's definitely really powerful. And that's that's why when you sent the email, I was like, no, let's just fucking do this because it's something that comes up that I will never sit down and watch on my own. Sure. Like, and, you know, it, I wanted to see it because of that, because I knew it was going to be important because of the Russian perspective, which is something I totally don't know totally. anything about. I totally skirt over that. You talk to me about World War II. The only things I'm thinking of are like the Germans, the Japanese, maybe Poland. Poland, yeah. Well, you the, know about Stalin and stuff. You know about some things. Vaguely, yeah, vaguely. I mean, I know that there are... We went to high school. We were required to do stuff. But I don't know those stories. Yes, yeah, sure. so I didn't These are either, but then stories. last summer when I was on the couch all summer because of my busted leg, yeah. um, the History Channel aired the World Wars series. And if you didn't get a chance to see them, I highly, super highly recommend them because they were fascinating. And I went to school too, but history I know shit about. For oh. some reason, it doesn't stick. That series made me get it. Like, I understand how World War One, World War Two worked, how they're connected, what happened with Stalin, what happened with um, Hitler, what happened with Roosevelt, with Churchill, with who the hell is it? Mussolini? Mussolini, yeah. Jesus, I lost it No, you're doing good. But like, I had it. Like, I can actually sit down and give you a decent explanation of things. So I would say go to that because it's really well done. And I'm terrible when it comes to historical facts and memory. Oh, I love history. Oh, yeah, I don't know anything important. I'm not a dates guy, but I love like knowing about what's come before us. Hey, if we don't learn from what we've done in the past, we're going to do it over and over again. You're doomed to repeat it, yeah. There's a funny line, total tangent, but there is a funny line in a movie that I otherwise don't really care for, didn't age well, called Dogma. And um, still love it. It's uh, Alan Alan Rickman saying, "You very disappointedly, you people. If there wasn't a movie made about it, it isn't worth knowing, is it?" And I laugh at that, but it's kind of oh, true for a lot me. Of like I am that. fully guilty of that. There's like, also I'm a like, lot of movies made, like you know, yeah. Come but, on, but that's, that's kind of like you. Get, I I learn about this stuff, or the reason they kind of they stick in my head usually isn't because of social studies classes, because I read a story or watched a television show or watched a movie on it. 
That's anyhow. And this is a good mini. So this movie. So let's go to this. So the I like that the director did a mic drop after this and was just like, "I'm never making a movie again. I'm I, I did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he basically did. Yeah, kind of like, have to. Yeah, I don't think there's anywhere. Well, he fought really hard to get it to that. get made. Right. That's so. the other thing that made it really interesting. Now I had listened to a uh, podcast interview with you. Remember Yakov Smirnov? Oh what yeah. The country. Yeah. The yeah. He owns his own comedy club out in somewhere and. And doing uh, well. I re- there was an interview with Mark Marin where he was talking about being a comic in Russia and how hard it was to get things past the censors. And you, have to, you literally had to turn in your stuff to the Ministry of Jokes like so that you weren't saying anything bad. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of tight control on everything that's put out, like it is a minor miracle that this movie was ever made. And apparently this guy... You know, this this movie was in the works for a while, but yeah. he didn't compromise. He didn't budge an inch, and he managed to get it made, which is kind of amazing in and of itself, coming out of a country that was known for kind of being repressive when oh. it came to the arts. And you talked about Sean Penn earlier. This reminds me, uh, in the special features of the DVD, uh, there's a random, you know, I love these features on DVDs that are so stupid. It's like <laughs> a page through this small art, small interview with a person but Sean Penn uh, said that his father sent this movie to him and uh, said this is the... He had been in World War II and he said this is the closest to reality that I've ever seen in a Well, that's film. interesting enough. That's not stupid. That's actually cool. Like to, That's good detail. No, yeah. what, I, what I mean is that yeah. it's the fact that you put a, like, a couple of words on a oh, yeah, yeah. screen to page through. You yeah. have to find like, a fucking remote for Maybe that. Maybe it could have been just an interview with him. Yeah, I guess that would be nice. Going back to what Lisa said about, um, about not seeing uh, Schindler's List, like Schindler's List obviously made a ton of waves and it was... It was Obviously deemed important enough that I think a network showed I was it too completely young. unedited. I did. I watched it recently. It was TBS or something like that. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, it was R-inspiring. I don't know what the word that yeah. I should use that's not. Oh, yeah. I remember when I was in high school, they, 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 did, they did unedited on network TV at mm-hmm. one point. That's, yeah. yeah. That I watched it when I was too young and did not understand sure. anything. So, like, I very, feel very guilty to this day. Why is that one girl red? I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I saw it. Well, I, that came out when I was like 13. So that yeah. was. I it just didn't sink in the same way this. Yeah. It does well, it's now. one well, of those things. It's like it's very hard to. I, I, the reason I haven't seen it, the excuse I give, it's very hard for me to willingly sit down and watch a movie that's going to destroy me. I'm yeah. not going to. I'm going to sob through that movie. That's, I know I am. That's the. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like everyone kind of jokes about. Like nobody curls up with a, with a you know a bag of popcorn on a on a Friday night or a Saturday night with right. Schindler's List. Exactly. Like, it's not... It's, no, neither it's, do they with this movie. Yeah, so this movie, and the reason I brought that up is because apparently, according to the Wikipedia, Spielberg had screened this, and, you know, this definitely, you can see where it inspired things like like both uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan, but especially Schindler's List. Yeah. Especially Schindler's List. So in terms of that level of immersion and just the le- the level of, like, human casualty is, yeah, like, yeah. is there. So it, basically... It, it, it uses, like... There's not, like... A, it not Comparatively to Schindler's List, where there's, like, hundreds of people on screen at a time where it makes everything feel massive. It's very small. It, this, this does feel yeah. very small, but it does, like... There's enough moving parts that it just feels chaotic enough yeah. and insane that it's like, oh my god, I'm overwhelmed. And uh, it does have some of those weird moments of what might be r- normal in Russian film. Where no, there's some super surreal moments. Yeah, That's what the, you're thinking of like the, the bird the, and the. And just, we, we gotta start. We gotta start. From well, the, yeah, I'll set it <laughs> yeah. up. So basically, this whole movie centers around this kid named Florian or Flor. Everyone yes. calls him Flor. So Florian is this uh, kid who's. Adolescent, I would guess somewhere between the ages of like thirteen to fifteen years. Heartbreakingly old, adolescent. Coming to eight, yeah, real, it's real. obvious that he is a child. Yes, yeah. and so he is trying to join basically the. Uh, He's local digging up militia. guns from dead bodies. Yep. On the beach to find guns to try to join a militia. To dr- join. The That's local. a fucking nightmare right there. Like it starts off a nightmare. Do you dig up fucking guns from dead bodies on the beach? Mm. That's no. yeah. That's Jesus one of Christ. Like wow, never had to live in a war zone. No, right. and never ever. An, and an even younger kid is the one pushing him to do yeah. it. It's yeah. crazy. That younger kid was haunting as hell too in the beginning. Yeah, he was. I was listening to this voice and it was very. I mean, forgive the bad pop culture reference, but very children of the corn. Yeah. He's extremely yeah, yeah. unnerving. I'm going, he's what like is gr- this well, he's kid? He's, he's like demonic. And he's too into it. And too. then you realize he's playing. It's like, yeah. oh Jesus. It's just yeah. very unsettling. Well, and you realize when the, when, can we just move Jesse? Do you want to just do the whole synopsis? Cause I want to move forward now. No, no, that's fine. Oh, when floor gets home and you still see that he doesn't understand that yeah. what he's doing is 
joining a militia and he's going to go to war and his mom's and he's so freaking happy. out and crying and stuff like mm-hmm. that is a nightmare and yeah he's and, and just he's, excited and he's, about he's, it. he's he's mugging making his sisters laugh yeah right. he thinks it's a game he thinks it feels yeah. like he's going to camp it's all oh they God. say that and so that's they say it's like a summer camp for kids right yeah 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 that's right they do you, the that's actual a good phrase catch. they use yeah. yep and so when when they finally get to this place, it's it's interesting. He gets kind of taken in. He's doing these chores and doing things around the camp when pretty much younger or younger than everybody else there. And you don't really know how to take it in at first. You think it's like, oh, this kid's not going to get to go to war. He's just going to be here doing their chores and shit. That's why he's joining. Them. That's how I felt at first. Like, well, oh, and you were right. All right. But I f- still felt horrible. Like it was just going to get. Yeah. And I didn't even yeah. have that reaction. I was writing like I'm noticing this. And I'm saying, like, this kid is just wandering around camp. It's like nobody's commanding him. Nobody's giving him any kind of orders. And, like, what is actually happening? Like, are they yeah. preparing to go to war? Are they on... Well, it's a militia. It's like, not well, a... Yeah, like, right. what, but, like, yeah. what are they doing? It's just kind of like nothing was really happening. Well, well they were going to ambush. Yeah. yeah. That was the whole deal is they that were going to ambush. Yeah, that, that was the interesting thing about this. Like, I, I comparing it to, like, just watching that duck and cover where you're following James Coburn being way too sunburned and another guy... Uh, and it's like, oh, this is a war? It feels like two guys hanging out, but all of a sudden they're attacking a unit. Like, it, it's weird to think that even as recently as, like, World War II, like, there's still these small little sections that kind of behave independently, can look, like, disorganized because right. they are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. So, And people do behave that way when they go to war, is they behave like regular people. It's They're not constantly... They're not constantly at attention. At war. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. it's people behaving like regular people, taking photos. Like yeah. weird random photo yeah. sessions and stuff. Like okay, so Florian is obviously uh, going back to what you said. Yeah, he obviously is upset because he does end up getting left behind by the Russian platoon. Um, on purpose. One of, one of the yeah. more experienced men has like worn out boots, and Flor is ordered to swap with him yeah. um, and stay behind. A right. man that is probably going to die. Probably like he's old as he, shit. He yeah. may actually turn to dust before they get to the yeah. front. And so mm-hmm. Floor, all of a sudden, the reality of all this kind of hits him, and yeah. he's like destroyed. And he. It's where it gets real surreal. Yeah. Oh god. He yeah. wanders. He wanders through the woods. Well, before I, can I yeah. just throw out there? Jesse's I mean, pushing us. I had Sorry. a really yeah. weird moment where I felt bad for him. Really? Oh, it only every one? moment? Only Weird. One? No, but yeah, like, sorry, no, 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 sorry, no, 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 no. Like, the idea, like, and it was odd because this is clearly the best move. Yeah. This kid should not go into battle. He oh, not. yeah. You felt, I mean. felt terrible for him yeah. because yeah. he was so crushed. And I'm like, this is twisted. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm so aligned with this kid. And he so wanted to go and he was so excited to go. And even though we have this, you know, dramatic irony of the whole situation, I felt bad for him. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. And this girl is something else to talk about, but yeah, I I I, I must have wasted like an hour trying to figure out who this who the 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 girl girl. is. It's their one acting credit. Um, the last she's insane looking. Like oh yeah, she's just like there's something otherworldly about the way that she looked on this movie. So there's there's obviously some surrealness, some melodrama there. I want to step back really quick. I had a roommate in um in college who up until she was eight years old lived in either Russia or the Ukraine. She's Russian. And she uh, came over here and she did tell me at one point that a lot of Russian television shows and and cartoons and things like that, like, they're downers, like, by nature. Like, a lot of that stuff is very, like, sad or and kind of uh, exaggeratedly sad. And so... They've had a bad century in Russia. Uh, yeah, they have. Yeah. So I was slightly prepared for that, but not really. So their first interaction... So basically... Everything seems sort of normal-ish until well, he gets left behind. And by then his commander. Things, uh, by his commander. And then things start getting real weird. He goes, off, he goes off into the woods. He's crying. Yeah. He steps on a bird's nest, which is hard enough to look at. Yeah, that was, was the gross. first moment yeah. where I was like, I'm in for something bad. And yeah. By the way, they used live ammo in this movie. Oh, I'll get to that. Yeah, Fun yeah, yeah. fact. I'll get to that. No, <laughs> yeah. the, we'll get to the, the cow that actually died. So stepping, stepping on the eggs. Yeah. Foreshadowing already. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Shit's going to go down now. Yeah, like exactly. that's it. It's over. And I think he starts to realize that's the beginning of him realizing that this kind of, you know, to borrow the, you know, a cliche, war is hell. And yeah. he starts to realize that. And then he's interacting with this girl who has been left behind, who we, I don't even know what her backstory is, whether she has a crush on the commander. Yeah, she's in love with the commander, yep. and she's yep. mentally thinking that the boy is like an extension of the commander for some reason. Yeah, no, like, that, was a, that was a strange jump. Well, that whole 
section is very surreal with the bird coming around and him, you know, saving her and the explosions and stuff. It just becomes right. And then he's deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well you'd get well, deaf too getting, from bombshells. We're getting way. One yeah. Ahead. Yeah. We need to. I, I want to deal with this interaction. They sorry. Have first. Yeah. Well, I will what just say it? that I hey. wasn't sure how to interpret it. Um, that whole exchange with Galasha. I definitely took it as at a more basic level that Galasha was upset to be left behind by Kasach, the yes. commander, and that she kind of just took it out on him. Yeah, she's playing, she's messing with him. Yeah, like, she was messing yeah, with him. Acting like she's in love with him and mm. she's, you know, like. Right, exactly. And and after we get to that point, there's there's some moments of real, like when they're alone in the woods and they're they're kind of happy, and I forget whether this happens before or after the bombing, but there's there's some moments there where they really, you really get, like they're children. It's before. Oh, yeah. She starts dancing yep. and like, yeah. It gets you're like these are little kids, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. and and it's it's really hard to stomach once we get to the initial bombing and explosion. So the shots of the bird, the dead bird, the bird's no, nest? the bird alive, like the bird that's alive that keeps coming around. Oh, the crane, the, like yeah, that, that crane, crane that's walking all in. That's a really strange visual. In and this. I totally did not catch that, but you're right. I don't know what it's if it's for the innocents or if it's for just like this is what's around in Russia, but it's a really strange shot, like. It's, uh, it weirds me out. Like, it, it still sticks with me that there's a bird hanging around them. Props to after, you for catching it. I didn't even yeah. process it. Yeah, I, wow. I mean, because I, it kept coming up, but it's like, what is it exactly that they're trying to say, say mm. with this? Yeah. Like, why is it here? What are we looking at? Is this um, just a Wizard of Oz bird in the background hanging themselves kind of thing? Then, or is well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, then like the juxtaposition of that with these two kids and what yeah. they're dealing with. I mean, you do have the bombing situation and then they get away from it. And there's the crane situation is happening when they're sort of dancing through the woods, shaking the trees, and kind of having oh, like. Get, but the rain thing is after, right? It's after the bombing, yeah. but during the crane thing. Hmm. I've got a thing. Go for it. Throughout Asia, which includes Russia, the crane is a symbol of happiness and eternal youth. There you go. So that's there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. A plus to Brian. Yeah. Yeah, I just googled it. A plus to Google. A plus to Google. A, still a plus to Kevin for yeah. wondering about the meeting. Yeah, Sorry. for yeah. sure, absolutely. Well, I feel like the movie is shot so well, even oh, if God. it's on yes. like it looks like it's on thirty-five millimeter, like probably. It almost looked like it was on video. Yeah, it's not letterboxed. It's it's no. real square. Like yeah. nothing's like lush. It's definitely shot like with the same lighting that's there. Like, yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's all. But it still looks light. beautiful. But I mean, like the 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 intensity of so many characters looking directly into the camera. Yeah, yeah. there is In a so lot many of scenes that scenes. Like, you are not escaping. Shit, from this man. Movie. There's so much. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say so the. We have the initial bombings and explosions, and they're it, it, first of all, that's the first war that like yes. happened. That's yeah. really intense and jarring. The transition into shell shock, shell shock, and the tinnitus, the temporary deafness, is a really great touch. Which, it's by the super way, super immersive. By the way, when I heard that, mine automatically kicked in because there's like a resonance that happens yeah. every time. Like there's tinnitus in a movie, my tinnitus kicks in. It sucks. Yeah, oh. just like hey, you didn't miss anything. The only other movie that I've <laughs> seen that has done that is, uh, I believe. And otherwise, not super great. Happens movie, in Walking Dead, the show. Copland. Copland did it. Yeah. A, a gun goes off by Sylvester Stallone's head, and then there's yeah. an entire, like, muted ringing in the ears. That's scenes. like a movie thing. I've, yeah. got, like a I've, got a, I've got a scene running through my head, but I can't identify what the movie is yet of something like that. I will say that the explosions you know themselves do seem. Like they're like what would really happen in life versus the types of explosions that I think we're all used to seeing in Hollywood productions. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're not so big. Ex- they're, they're just dirt bombs. Dirt, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it also shows how utterly and terrifyingly outgunned the Russians are compared oh, yeah. to the Germans. Yeah, yeah, that's when you're just like, what? You're you you're just like you are going to be crushed. Yeah. Like this is ugh ugh, and so. <laughs> And so that's really the setup. I mean, that's kind of the... This that's what gets you into first. war, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you're... So the two kids are alone. They end up making their way back to Floor's village because yes. that's all he knows to do. Right. Um, How surreal is the next couple scenes? It's oh, just insane. The well, then he's talking yeah. about, like, bef- on their way there, he says, you know, my mom will be so glad to see us. I'll save all of you. He yeah. says, "Yeah, yeah." And it's like this little heart. Oh, he wants to be the hero through like the whole thing. Guy, it's so sad. Mm-hmm. He's so naive, yeah. and I don't. Yeah. I, there's never the shell shock doesn't go away. So it's kind of like it eventually does hit him. I'm not even sure I could pin down the moment when he does hit it. I know exactly when. Do you? Okay. It's, it's actually pretty quickly after this. It's it's uh, it, 
Wait, when I'm, it hits I'm, him, when it hits him, that he's when he's no longer as naive, and he gets that. I think there's a very long. It's even after that. It's, okay, it's very long for me, but you can, you know, I we just, can debate. That. I, yeah. I just feel like there is a switch in him a little bit when he finds uh, Justin, who's the old man who like mocks them for trying to find the gun. He finds them burned. Oh, the him, guy him, who was yeah, burned. The old man oh, burned. yeah, that's a little after still. A little after, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's a weird scene because you never would think that it would be like showing you the gun, like sh- like yeah, you know, for the yeah. church scene later. Is like, how could it be worse than seeing a person burn? Oh, just wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Seriously, just wait. Well, I mean, he goes in, doesn't see his family. The is buzzing flies. Yeah. His I'm family is totally. massacred. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm immediately uneasy when they go into the house, and my your worst fears fears end up being confirmed. Well, because it's not the same. It's you don't go in with the same. Uh, noises that you did the first time you went in the right. house when you got the twins and you mm-hmm. got the mother and you got everything going on and there's so much commotion and there's, there's nothing. nothing. It's yeah. an abandoned and the, town. Yeah. And the realism of that, like, you know, there's like the flies and everything. You just get the feeling like they really let some shit rot in there to make that happen. See, I never yeah. got that feeling. I was waiting for it. I knew it was coming. Like you can hear the flies and you're going, okay, they're dead. Where are they? Okay. And that whole scene in that house was just like the beginning of Inglorious Bastards. Where you need to see it, and I'm not spoiling anything. Ooh. It's the opening sequence where we know and he doesn't. And it's just like, oh my God, the tension. Yeah. And then it's yeah. very quick, the reveal. It's not a blink and you miss it. But you know, as they're running, and then you go, Oh, and well, he doesn't even catch it. And only Glossius sees it. Yeah. yeah he doesn't yeah. even catch it. I mean, I thought that was so well done so, the way it was revealed. Yeah. Glossia turns back, sees this pile of, of bodies. All of the And then they dead. end up running to an island and they're going through the swamp. Now, that gets a real what surreal. What was that? So it's a bug. I, I, oh, look at, okay. I yeah. thought I was watching the never-ending story and Artax was going to die again. Like, what am I watching? He just ran through a bog. Here's my, here's my nerdy thing. So he was trying to get to an island or whatever, but I took that whole scene as metaphor. The uh, awful... And I... Uh, having... If you've experienced any sort of, like, absolute awful trauma in your life beyond your control, there's something about the awful, like, trapped realization that something has gone horribly wrong and you struggle against it in the hopes that it isn't true. Yeah, that's pretty good. And if you're in that bog, I mean, they're physically having trouble getting through it and they're, like, kind of crying And you, it did make you want to get the... You wanted them to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, Floor and Glasha struggle and they make it... They eventually emerge from the swamp, but basically Glasha's then, like, they aren't here, they're dead, and Floor continues to deny it. But you can see that it's kind of... He kind of believes that it's true. It part of him. I mean, he's crying, but he's denying it and denying it, denying it it's until they is, yeah. see he sees Justin, Justin, yeah. the, who is burned, and basically, and then he realized that yes, in fact, the Germans did come by and they did basically yeah. massacre the town. And still, at this point, I think he's still, still not quite out of the woods of innocence. He like sees the guy, sure. the guy yells at him and stuff, and he catches everything. But he's still past this point. Tries to be a hero. Like every time, or tries to like doesn't know what to do. Like he's like lost. He's still very yeah. And it's at this point where I yeah. lost hope pretty much in the movie because oh, you, yeah. you say like oh I want I want him to get away, but him getting away it goes to you know yeah another soldier type. It's like okay so he's going to be brutalized by everyone he meets in some weird way. Yeah. Well, this is when they take all the the reins off. Yeah. Like yeah. you get an hour into this movie and the gloves are off. It's going to be every <laughs> last uncomfortable image they can throw at you, mm-hmm. one right after the other. Right. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, between... Um, but it doesn't feel... Well, to me, maybe you may disagree, but I feel like it wasn't... It, it, it is a lot of horrible, horrible... Oh, injury, you're saying... But it felt realistic. And it, it wasn't feel, gratuitous. It didn't feel exploitative. Yeah. Yes, yeah, thank it's, you. It's besides, like uh, besides live ammo, I mean... Uh, right, that, that's that, bad. Now that I know that, that's bad. But uh, I mean, Yeah, I guess the cow was to, killed. Yeah. To, to take a step away from it, I guess it's, it's you know, a way of trying to get these innocent-ish characters like it's it's guiding you along a path of shit and just showing you all of these terrible war things and what happened right yeah so it's just like they they are our camera in a way uh those two or at least floor so they they eventually break off of each other yeah the two yeah glasha gets left behind and he goes and floor goes out is that glasha in the end Yes, I, I wasn't I sure if it was know. debated I online. Sh- yeah, I wasn't sure if it was uh, her or the the, the woman that they stole. Right. Yeah, the mother. It, it, I guess it could be both because like, yeah. like why be I the one that was dragged by her hair? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was Glasha. It's, it's, I so, was looking at the eyes. I think. It's yeah, her. there's debate, but the thing is, like, Glasha's eyes were already dead. Yeah. So like, a regular dead eyes could look like her. So I, yeah. I didn't know what to think on that, and it seems like a lot of people are split. I, I, she kind like her facial features kind of reminded me of somebody I know. So in looking at that girl toward the end, I thought I saw her again. Oh yeah. So yeah. that's kind of ma- maybe I was more attentive to. What I mean, she I thought like. so too. 
Like I thought so too, but yeah. then I had to go online because it was like, but maybe not. You well, know, I like, never even questioned. I questioned yeah. how the hell did she show up here? The first time and I, right, I must have missed something, which is probably why the question is raised. Yeah. and I think that might be totally deliberate. Like because I mean, I watched it the first time, and I had to, I watched this the second time for this. Like I had seen it once, and I knew that it recently? was recently, uh, kind of recently. Yeah. Okay. Like so, it was. It, it, so the second time around, I was like, it's probably not Glasha, but I think that the similarities there are intentional, and you're supposed to wonder I mean I don't even think the kid gets it because I mean it was kind of a villager it would be weird if Glasha ended up in that village that's what I I was questioning so I didn't think it was her just logically but um you know before we get to this sorry not to jump ahead no no that's okay I mean we do get to this giant uh I mean if we wanted to just tell the story we could just say just go watch the movie so it's fine to jump ahead basically by the time I got to this point my handwriting is almost illegible oh it's such a nightmare by this point (laughs) Your well, illegible handwriting, it looks much better. So uh, This is good handwriting. This is bad handwriting. Anyway, sorry. Okay. And then uh, there's something. So basically, Flora ends up going out trying to find food. That's why he tries to get a cow. I want to say really quick regarding the cow and also regarding just live ammo being shot First, over these actors' heads. I'm pretty sure that like there will these are not working conditions that would ever fly in no. the United no. States. No. So I mean, uh, there's interviews with the actor who's like, yeah, you know, live rounds were flying over me. Well, I mean, I was even watching a couple of these scenes later on toward the I'd say three quarters into the film when all of these men are all kind of like packed together and they were all shooting and I'm like, how is nobody getting shot in the back of the head? Oh, yeah. Like, I can't believe a shoulder wasn't taken out or something yeah. accidentally because there's so many of them, so many deep. Yes. The, that the quote from the kid, uh, the guy who played the kid, he, he's still acting today, uh, was that he there were bullets flying as close to 10 centimeters from his head. Oh, which Jesus. Could be exaggeration. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but even then, still, that's even then that's three feet yeah. is still too, too close, close to me. Absolutely. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So anyway, it goes without saying that this movie is not for the squeamish. Um and basically, eventually, Floor makes his way as his as the small group that he sets out with. Those people are killed. There's landmines. There's and all kinds of nightmares between this and the next thing you're gonna say. After this cow is killed, R.I.P. He, he is then accosted by or or Floor runs into a farmer, and the oh. farmer takes him to the village of Perichori. One more thing about a cow. Uh, the cow being killed in this movie, in the manner that it was killed, versus the way uh, you know a bull was was killed in uh, Apocalypse Now, is like yeah. the perfect example. Like that, there's your litmus test for the tone of the movie. Is kind of like sort of absurd. The doors playing slash the yeah, but that versus, scene like, was that an actual. That scene being filmed was an authentic sacrificial ritual that was that they got permission that's, to, so right. I almost want to let that one go but that's that's what I'm saying like there's like a there's like a mythic strangeness to apocalypse yeah. now and like that sort of like it's a little bit a more sort Hollywood of ritualistic thing versus like just like this is a cow being this shot. Is a cow that was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the, the reality versus myth like that's and then a, the good. focus on the eye as the eye is rolling around oh this cow God. is dying yeah, yeah. like yeah. and Andalou all over again thank yeah. you yeah like, it was definitely uncomfortable sorry so yeah. they're farmer so they end up being brought to this village which is basically where the the pinnacle or the 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 main the awful scene yeah um, and the and most the, awful scene in the world and, the, and yeah. awful not being anywhere and near so, strong enough and the, word. No, the thing that's so fucked up is like you know the word collaborator keeps coming up these are people from these are people just you know if the nazis came in they're so powerful there's going to be people that jump ship and it's so hard to think about in retrospect about people siding against their own people and oh yeah what a nightmare it's just like but it's done so matter-of-factly in this and you kind of like you kind of understand why under pressure someone would do that it's self-preservation it's fucking terrible yeah Yeah. exactly but and so and that's the thing when flora is in the house so he's a he's taking in which makes it even worse because when you think about like germans and stuff you always go like like nazis you're always like were they all that bad? You know, like, were they all that bad? Or were they like these guys that are jumping ship a little bit? And you're like, they're bad. They're bad people. They're killing people. But they're also doing it for their own self-preservation. There's there's also like, there's a little bit of a vibe of of the the Nazis that like, there's goofing around and Mm -hmm. stuff that you would, if, if it was about like, not that people should make light of any kind of war stuff, but there are movies out there that do it. Like the camaraderie, like goofing around of like American soldiers. We kind of just like, yeah, that's cool. But like seeing it from these Germans, it takes on a whole other yeah. thing. Do you mean like the camaraderie that happens when they're near, call it the enemy, or like the, these people like the, who are not people to them and they're kind of goofing off and joking around with these actual human beings that are in front of them that right. they might as well consider to be 
meat. You know, it's like just. It's, yeah. I'm not saying like Worst. I'm not saying it's good at any point or, yeah. or whatever. But like you know, they're 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 posing for pictures. This is later with with right. floor and like goofing around and stuff. Like it's terrible the yeah, whole yeah. time. But it's like it's still like it comes from the same place as like the you know. It's hard to draw gross. the lines. Yeah, that's what you're trying to say. Is it's yeah. hard to draw the lines when you see because we're from here. When you see Americans doing it, it's like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we should be doing that or something. <laughs> you know, like, it's it, does, tough. It, it definitely doesn't actually, for the film, diminish the tone of like, you are supposed to think these are terrible people. Like, yeah. it, it, it is. Oh, no, it yeah, is, it makes it more it terrible. It is persistent. Yeah. Uh, the message is well delivered constantly for, you know, every character in this yeah. film. Like, yeah. I will say there was one moment, and it was a small moment, and I don't know whether I was intended to catch it or whether it doesn't mean anything at all, but there was one little moment with a German soldier who, during this whole terrible scene, threw up. And I yep. kind of mm-hmm. caught that, and I was wondering whether mm. there was maybe one person who realized the horror of what was going on. But sure. anyway, um, before this whole terrible scene, which we'll get to, transpires... Um, and there's some random shots in Floor, there that are just... Floor is in the house, and then he starts just kind of... He walks out of the house. Is this okay. when he's sitting in the house with like this gigantic family, family that they've yes, accumulated? That are trying to hide him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and the entire scene starts to take on this kind of nightmarish surrealism as he starts to realize what is going to happen before things devolve into absolute chaos. But really quick, just so nothing bad happens to any of us after this is done, pop quiz. What, um, what's the cheeriest movie that you like, <laughs> like that you, what's oh the God. cheeriest movie you can think of right now that you would throw on that just cheers you up? Uh, National Lampoon's, uh, Vegas vacation, not Vegas, uh, just vacation. Sorry. The first vacation. Yeah. National Lampoon's vacation is great. Tough little mutt. God. Wait, vacation? You don't like vacation? No, the fact that you went to Vegas vacation. Oh, I'm was still stunned there at was the pop quiz. I'm still stunned on this one. Like, this is what we're going to do. Pulling the rug yeah. out from under you guys. First thing that <laughs> Caddyshack? came to mind. Uh, oh, God, I love Caddyshack. Yeah. Little palate cleanser. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, okay. The first thing that came to mind simply was Flight of the Navigator for two reasons. <laughs> one, and I know I don't mean to do it to throw it at you, but one, what came to mind is a friend of mine just showed it to his kids two days ago, and I was like, hashtag parenting done right. Um, Wrong. And no. And I thought of like, okay, what's, I thought of a scene where I was like very peppy and happy and bouncy. And I thought of a scene when my brother and I were on a road trip to New Jersey and he was driving and I put on the soundtrack to Flight of the Navigator and the two of us were just like jamming out. <laughs> and his girlfriend was in the backseat going, what the fuck is this music? What are you two even doing? In, ex-girlfriend? Now? In that movie. Yes, she's an ex. <laughs> in that movie, a boy loses uh, like a large portion of his life and Shut his brother. Up, I enjoy- <laughs> it's That's such a sad movie. I hate you. I love that movie. So uh, I, I guess I'm going to answer it like what would I watch like a, that right now to make me feel better about Seriously. this conversation. Uh, it, it's a tie for me between uh, a former pick of the podcast, Smoking the Bandit, nice. or Basketball. Oh. Basketball. Oh. Hanging out, playing Nintendo. Steve yeah. Perry. Steve Perry. Uh, I will Dick. say, just because it's fresh in my mind, um, I'll say High Fidelity. High Fidelity right, always yeah, brings nice. a smile to my face. That's about depression break. That's another now. miserable oh, movie, but okay. So yeah, it is. Dark, miserable people like yeah. dark, miserable movies, Kevin. Yeah, black movie, black comedies. Basketball. Yeah. So <laughs> I've never seen it, and I don't oh, think I will greatest. be ever seeing One it. One of the first DVDs I ever bought after Cabin Boy. I watched. I watched. Oh, good choices. I watched. Hang out and watch Kevin Boy. Uh, I, I watched. I watched Borat last night to kind of. Clear oh yeah. This is what you guys it. do with your spare time. Yeah, These yeah. are the movies you people go to. These are great. So let me. Okay. I need a new podcast. I pretty let's, much just write Watch Point Break off. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get back to it. Okay. So now that we've had that little moment of aside. Oh god. Okay. I feel better. Um. So. Things are about to get really, really bad in this village. The Germans uh, are deliberately left unsubtitled. Uh, up yeah, until I thought that was a great it, choice. Which oh, is also, sure. which yeah. is because you're you're kind of a floor. Basically, you're you're basically you as a viewer are floor. You're experiencing everything mm-hmm. that he's experiencing, mm-hmm. and you know you're supposed to not know like the rest of the villagers and like floor what the hell's going on. So they're yeah. not going to subtitle what everyone's saying around you. Uh, in terms of the Germans. And so you're just kind of like going along and not really knowing what is happening. Um, so I assume like um, the real bullets, this pushing and oh shoving God. is real, right? Like yes. it's as real as it probably gets yes. in a movie. I don't probably. know if you can fake pushing and shoving. Yeah. I yeah. wonder oh, how you would do that. I uh, you fake <laughs> punching and kicking, oh, you know, yeah, like you go a little so lighter. So what we're yeah. getting at is basically the entire village is told over a loudspeaker to gather, like basically congregate. They're rounded in the up, of separated. Town. 
and they need to uh, present their papers to like show that they're like allowed to be there or like receipts. But really, it's all just kind of a ruse to gra- gather everyone together. The entire village, more or less, is shoved into a church uh, slash barn oh, kind of place yeah. in the yeah. middle of town, gathering house, oh, whatever. God. And the juxtaposition of the uh, you know. It's it's really it's really well at this point you see a lot of really surreal um, Germans where you see like uh, the guy in the helmet that's I think he switched sides I can't really tell he was a I think supposed to be a Russian he's a collaborator the guy the guy with the swastika the guy with the swastika he was pushing floor around he was clearly like just trying to get on the side of of the Germans yeah he sort of reminded me of the little boy at the beginning yeah so that he could uh, not get killed and. There was the Russian lady eating a weird lobster type thing in the, yeah, in like the truck. Yeah, like a crab's leg or something. Showing her decadence in, in the face of all of these people's awful death. And then there was the guy with the lemur on his shoulder. That was yeah. weird. He was the like lemur. kind of the guy yeah. running the show. And obviously there were the guys with the guns that are very um, specific. But so they put everyone in this in this, uh, uh, um, in this in this church, lock it all up. Then uh, the most fearful guy basically says, anyone without kids can come out. And then, like, and everyone's already panicked. Yeah. But then they pretty much, it's solidified. Like, everyone knows what's going to happen. Someone in the crowd calls them, like, the Germans monsters, calls them beasts. And, you know, shortly thereafter, they set the, they set the, they set the church on fire. I want to stop and go back. Though. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. There were a couple things here that I, I mean, beyond the fact that, this is a very clear example of why I don't like crowds. This was <laughs> no hor- shit. Yeah, but like not even I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I don't like crowds. This was so horrifying to me. Mm-hmm. Like my anxiety is coming up right now thinking about like you see I'm like picking at my cuticles because this is yeah. what I do when I get edgy. Just this idea of being in the middle of a crowd and everybody pushing and everybody moving. And I was like, I'm amazed we didn't see people getting trampled while yeah. they were in there because it was making me so insane. Why well, was there not a mad rush to the window? Well, did they think they were just going to get somebody shot? Somebody shot. Somebody shot. Uh, Fuck it. I would yeah, have yeah. gone for that window to get out yeah. of that space because that made me insane. I'll One, say you, people uh, didn't want to leave their children. You, you, will, you will have a hard time. Wishing this was, there's a, there's a lot of crowds oh, I know. and trampling yeah. and, People didn't want to leave their children. That's first of right, all. Right, but then you know where it's going. And then I went station nightclub on it. You see a lady. That's what I started worrying I about. Was we were going talking to about s- that recently. Yeah. I was going to say, like, all joking aside, but, you know, three out of four of us live in Rhode Island. and It uh, happened on my birthday. Yeah. And station so nightclub we flyer. all think that was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's, it's a one nightmare. Of, one of my sister's good friends died. In that yeah. 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 So... So you're watching this, and like for just because of where we live in the country, like this hits a little bit. Or anything to else, home. I mean, movie theater sh- shootings, like any sure. gathering where there's been Boston bombings, like yeah, any gathering where you could be trampled, killed. Yeah, public. It's panic just public. Seems yeah, gotten me. yeah. So, but and not to mention that you're tossing children out windows that are getting tossed back in. Oh you're, God! And you know what? Never happens getting, at the gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Sorry, we. <laughs> trying <laughs> we uh keeping it light we yeah. we uh yeah so the a woman throws her kid out she jumps out she gets taken the child gets thrown back in um and then subsequently the the place is set on fire and then uh shot up and then there's this really 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 horrible juxtaposition of the germans kind of celebratory mood they're clapping yeah. uh combined they're rounding with the up people extermination that of the villagers is extremely twisted. And the thing to note, so here we've kind of left out the f- fact that, that Floor avoided, he, he got out. He climbed out. He climbed out. He, he climbed out when he was, because he didn't have kids. Yep. Um, because he was a kid, kind of. But he was like right in that middle ground. And uh, they just tossed him aside with like a few other random people that mm-hmm. they were just going to kind of recruit to, I don't know, help them carry stuff away, I now, guess, until they didn't need them anymore. And then, and so he is... He is witnessing all of this, and so, and, and then there's the. Photograph. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're moving it along too fast. Sorry, <laughs> you sorry. just want to end the movie, bro. You it's need over. To jump in, man. Uh, we, uh, we uh, it's we only have the worry of we. What are we on? Like an hour? I, we're probably almost at an hour. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we're doing okay. Let's talk about. <laughs> you, you you're jumping ahead too fast. Uh, now is the militia ambushing these people? Now they're waiting through this. Murder, because in a couple seconds, Floor leaves, and he runs into 
an ambush. So have they been waiting, watching their own people die? I don't think so, but I'm... Because it's very close. It's you're not... actually ahead of me. Yeah. You're actually... Okay, go burned. ahead. I, yeah. I don't know. So, no, but I, I want to know about the militia. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Bad so I, I, I just wanted to say, so there's this, there's this interesting thing where, again, a few Germans basically pick Floor up, put a gun to his head, and pose for a photograph. Yeah, yeah. And you see the abject horror in this, in this kid's face. By the way, he's totally malnourished at this point. He looks terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and that actually happened, like, during the... the sure. <laughs> that was the conditions that the movie was shot in. But I actually didn't I wasn't really assuming think they this, had but great I thought that was, that was a crazy bookending. The two photographs are, like, the perfect bookends yes. of oh, yeah. Floor's experience. You have... He is so excited to join the militia and he gathers up with everybody and he's like never more proud during that moment to be mm-hmm. pictured with all of these proud Russian militia men. And then at the end where he just expects that he's going to die and they put a gun up to his head, they pose for the picture, he's on his knees and then they just leave him there. They don't and, kill him. And that's the moment I think where he's like, yeah, probably wishes over. he was dead. Yeah. It's innocence is over. Yeah, he's done. Like this is done. That's uh, one of Roger Ebert's quotes on this is that, you know, this is one of those movies where the survivors uh, are jealous of the dead. Yeah. 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 It's pretty brutal. I actually have an argument for a different bookend. Okay. And I don't know if we want to go there because it's a little bit further in. No, but bring it. I love well, it. now we're going to hit the militia, right? The militia is ambushed Is that them. the militia? Yeah, because yeah, it's got the captain. It's, it's got the commander yeah, there. Okay, well, see, here's the problem. I was watching this part very late last night, yeah, early yeah. this morning, and there were moments when my eyes were closed, and I was like, oh, shit, wait, I need to pay attention to this. So there That's were a okay. couple of things where that I probably missed that detail. Amazon I, streaming uh, didn't give me the last five minutes of this movie. So. Oh, Whoops. I had it. Yeah. I got I don't the know last why. five just, minutes, so that yeah, sucks. Me too. Yeah. Well, the last just, five minutes is militia be. marching through the woods anyway, so you didn't miss anything. Yeah. Um, but there was a new newcomer. Yes. They yelled for the newcomer, yes. and he's standing there, and he now understands, and he's looking at another little kid yeah. who's all excited. Well, Those are my books. It's like Boogie I don't, Nights. I don't think Guys, it's a Boogie Nights is a war movie, too, because <laughs> yeah. the new Dirk Diggler, when he... I'm oh, sorry. Go on. We're not going to talk about the weapons used in that movie. Yeah. Ooh, hey I think his is a bookend for Floor, and yours is a bookend for the whole movie. Yes. yes. That's, you know? a great, that's a great point, though. Yeah. That is a one, yeah. an excellent catch, too. Yeah. And the, the firing you. at the picture of Hitler and the... Reverse stuff to Hitler. By the way, the, origi- like, the original yeah. title of the movie was, was in Russian, Kill Hitler. Little too on the nose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will say that um, the other, Sorry, the other thing is that, so during this ambush, so, so Flora is left behind this massacred village. He stumbles to this, then he stumbles upon like a handful of Russian or Germans who he's just seen who have been killed. Yeah. And he also stumbled upon um, a rape victim. Yeah. And a few other awful stuff. Yeah, and some awful stuff. And basically, yeah. and then he finds a group of... What's that now, Lisa? I wanted to let Jesse finish his sentence. Okay. Yeah. Well, just a group of Germans who are who are captured and the collaborators who are captured yeah. by the militia. And they're all kind of like huddled up underneath a bridge and with guns pointing towards them. And they're trying to figure out what to do with them. And so one guy is incredibly apologetic, basically is like, I'm a good guy. I have grandkids, da 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 And then the guy who was like, you can throw the, like, if you could come out if you don't have kids. He basically is like, you're an inferior race. You yeah. all should be exterminated. Like, he was, he is sticking to oh, his stuff in the, in the face of death. He this is when like, they were yeah. lined up on that porch, right? And there was a guy translating for their leader. Well, they're underneath like an overpass or something. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, because I was writing down some of that. Like he's saying, you know, your nation doesn't deserve to exist. Some nations don't have a right to a future. And he said something about, and I was too tired to rewind it and get my details straight, but inferior races spread like a communist contagion. Yep. Yep. And That's it was pretty like, much what he said, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, it was either contagion yeah. or infection. And I was too he tired. He was spitting the rhetoric. Yeah. He was. He was and there. then the other guy starts it, but he was all like, oh, there's no hard feelings toward your people. It's time I retired. And I'm like, just put a bullet through this dick. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was that thing, and then there was this this weird sort of, you know, you you wonder, like, Floor brings along... Who has never a, shot his gun. ...a gas can. Mm, and yes. And the gas gets thrown onto On these people. Them. And, you know, the and the, they were gonna, you know, I presume you kind of are waiting for this eye moment for of eye. catharsis or this, like, they're gonna light them on fire. And the, the, the town, the militiamen just kind of... They they yeah. don't want to see that. They're and better they just, than that. They that's, just that's, they yeah. just open fire and kill them. Right, and I think that's maybe one of those things that helped allow this movie to get made. You know, there's no doubt that the Soviet people look better. 
Yeah, yeah. It makes them look like they're better than that. Like, yeah, we're not going to torture humane. you. We're just going to end it. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, the collaborators and all of them, them die. And then it basically, yeah. And the movie ends with Floor firing at a picture of another surreal moment. Adolf Hitler. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then time starts going. They start yes. showing stock footage. It starts with like a particularly grisly image of like. Oh, Auschwitz and Auschwitz camps yeah. and stuff. Victims. Yeah. And then goes through, you know, various... Which is the most stark imagery in the whole movie. Like, it's the worst. I think this... And I mean, this is going to sound strange. I think there was too much of it. Like, that montage and the final scene where they're marching through the... I just thought went too long. It was like, okay, we get it. I'm horrified. And I don't want to... I don't... I I hear myself minimizing it, and I don't mean to. No, no, no. But it was like, you have these images. It's horrifying to look at. And then there's more of them. And you go, oh, yeah, this really is bad. And then it's like, okay, can we change the scene now? You're uncomfortable, first of all, yeah. from it. And I think yeah. we see that on a regular basis yeah. for like when we right. think of World War II and you think of that kind of stuff, you see it on a regular basis. So even though it's stark imagery, you're getting kind of used to it, which yeah. is terrible. Yeah, I'm kind this, of ashamed this, that I'm even yeah. complaining this, this about This feels it. like a classic like director's cut where it's just like he's you're just going to go. Like the director yeah. just wants to go with yeah, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I noticed I did feel like some of the stuff was were like not dragging but like shots went on too long, but I will say that I kind of gave it a pass because a it's it's the pacing of movies from 30 years ago and b it's a totally different culture, so who knows right. what's normal for them. Now, I'm not versed in Russian film. No, yeah, there was no. some of that too where I was like, "Ooh, what is uh, what am I missing?" Right, right. And so it's we have no frame of reference. Now, when he gets to the last shot, it's uh, he doesn't shoot, right? It's baby Hitler. Baby he doesn't Hitler. shoot. Yeah, it goes back and right. goes back to him being a boy, and when he finally is confronted with the image of of Hitler as a as a youth, yeah, he yeah. can't pull which the is, trigger. And, and I'm, you're not alone on this. It felt a little heavy handed. Yeah. Which is fine. It's sure. uh, yeah, yeah, another should thing be. you give it a pass. It should of, be of the war movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it was. Ugh. I want to well, go back to the the um, for. Uh, the rape victim that you bring up. No, awful. That was the girl, right? That was... We don't know. Like, yeah, Gosh, we, we don't know. None we, of us know. Maybe. But hey, maybe either not. way, doesn't sound what like an awful really thing didn't. to see, even sure. if it's just a oh, regular woman yeah, It was, it was awful to look at, but I almost feel like... I feel like there was something to her in the beginning, because I feel like this book ends her. And in the beginning, she's this girl who's at this camp with this militia. She's obviously got a thing for this guy, Koshak, I thought she actually had a relationship with this guy. I figured she was like, okay, this is some young yeah, girl strong. who's making her usefulness in being physical with mm-hmm. these men. And I feel like she's gaining power from that, which is why yeah. she was so cruel to Floor. But they never painted yeah. him. They never painted that militia in that light where they were like, sure. yeah, they're they being... They didn't, but then for yeah. her to be used by the Germans mm-hmm. at the end... yeah. And it was like crushing in yeah. so many ways. Oh too. yeah, I, th- I think even if it's not her, I think what you can take away either way is like it, if it's not her, it very well could have been her. Right. It, yeah, it could or have been someone her somewhere like else. Her. So it's it, it's it's it's, it's likely her fate somewhere. Things. And it's a more beastly shot to me than than a church burning with a bunch of people in it. It was beastly. Sure. Yeah, it was. And uh, unnerving. I think it's mentioned in again Wikipedia or maybe something else that I read about it. See, I didn't do any research not, for this. We one. don't really know whether or not. It is actually Glasha, or whether maybe he's projecting, or he's projecting mm-hmm. when yeah. the floor is. There's a lot of, of that. That's going how I chose the ticket. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. an interesting point. Yeah, yeah. So I like was, the idea of the so, projection. So when you were saying like, is it her? It is looks it not like her? her. Yeah, I think you're supposed to. You're supposed to wonder. Yeah, like, well, we're also yeah. aligned with him. So yeah, totally. We're seeing everything through his eyes. So that could very like. If that isn't actually Glasha, it certainly is intended to be a stand-in to make for us her. think that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you uh, picked the movie. Because I would have never watched it never. on my own, and I do think it was a well-made movie, and it's something that you should watch. I'm a little relieved because I really expected to well, get shit. For you this. thought it was <laughs> no. <laughs> you thought it was on the line of um, Under the Skin. Yeah. And in this, there's an actual <laughs> bad person in this, whereas Under the Skin had some like real. Again, uh, again, I'll, I'll just defend uh, under the skin for me. Uh, it, it 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 worked on a, a lot of uh, regardless, a different level, not not a not but, a surface level. But for this, it's there's not like the Nazis are a real villain. Yes, yes. In under the skin, there's no real villain. Sure, everybody's a villain. Everybody's killing people and doing stuff and being you know whatever. That you know that's why I feel differently about this. Where it's it's got some teeth for me sure well just i mean just between not just that but just the fact that two of you have have said to me i mean i had sort of gleaned even before doing this episode that neither of you what really were like 
jumping up and down about doing a war movie episode. No. Yeah. So I was like, well, how's this going to go? So I it was, went well. Okay. Well, as well as well could be. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, the episode yeah. is fine. I mean, I, I will never watch it again. No, me neither. It's no. not a film I need to watch again. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad film. I think some of it was really interesting to look at. I really was fascinated by the cinematography and the way things are framed. Mm-hmm. And it is um, a film people should see if yeah. they like war movies or movies in general. Yeah. And it'll certainly help you put your own shitty little problems in perspective. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. Well, on that note, I think this is a perfect place to wrap it up. Um, should we change the theme music and the ending music to this? Because it's just too happy. Like for... I'll play no that, that Mozart fugue. Please, please right. do so. I'll see if I can find that and we'll fade out to yeah. this horribly depressing music. So yeah, let's leave everybody on a high note. I love everybody. Solemnly. Um, bye. <laughs> Oh my god! Thank you all for listening. This is the bar horn, but hey, I can't pl- find it. We're not plugging anything because that's just not no. It's no. so inappropriate. It's right. inappropriate. Wouldn't feel right. Yeah, we don't do anything important. We'll catch you guys next time. Please don't kill yourselves. Don't kill yourselves or oh, anyone else. No, watch this movie. It's so okay, sad. Okay, well, Stop. bye. Good luck. Bye.